And welcome back to Music Free Static. It's great to have you here. And I'm going to be talking today about something that has bugged me for a while. Because what better use for a podcast is there to complain about movie theaters and the movie theater experience? Okay. Now, I've talked about this off and on on stream, but I thought it would be a good idea to talk about what are the reasons I don't see most of these uh, movies when they first come out? You know, because I, I do all of these um, really late movie reviews, right? I reviewed Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, but it, when it, I reviewed it when it came out on Disney+, Plus. because there, there was no way I was going to go see it in the theater. And the reason is I don't like the movie theater experience. It's not good, it's especially down where I'm, I'm at. Now, let me make this clear. Um, I, I actually like seeing the movies on the big screen with the awesome sound. The actual act of seeing the movie in that environment. <laughs> Someone say, the way the movies were meant to be seen. Eh. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's true. But it's, it is cool seeing it on the big screen with the, the awesome sound, okay? That's great. My problem with movie theaters is everybody else, <laughs> right? If I could buy out a theater, I, that would be good. I could do that, you know, and, and watch a movie that way. Sure. Okay. But my, my deal with movies or movie theaters is that I want to see the movie. That's why I would, I'm going to the theaters. I'm going there to see the movie. I'm not going there to listen to everybody else. I don't like crowds, for one thing. Um, I'm a little bit claustrophobic. And crowds really boost my, my anxiety. Okay? Not enough to stop. I mean, I've gone to theaters, but it's not enjoyable. Okay? It's not... I feel like I've got to overcome my, my own anxieties to even enjoy the movie okay but the problem is everybody else now this isn't universal but and i'll get to that but let me tell you a little bit about my experience seeing spider-man no way home which was the last movie i saw in a theater so we went to see spider-man okay great and it was a good movie we ended up getting in there a little bit late so, so I actually missed like the first 15 minutes of the movie, which kind of sucked. But I mean, the first 15 minutes were great. The fact that I got there kind of sucked. You know how it is. But Spider-Man No Way Home was a movie that really catered to, I don't know that I, I want to call it fan service, but in a lot of ways, it kind of was, right? Because the whole premise of the movie is... Doctor Strange tries to help Spider-Man, tries to help Peter Parker so that people forget that he's Spider-Man. Okay. Peter screws up the spell, and now everybody who knows he's Spider-Man is showing up in his version of New York City. What It was kind of cool, right? This is the fan service part. They pulled in characters and actors and stuff from previous Spider-Man movies. Not just MCU movies, but... Spider-Man movies going back to 
um, Spider-Man by Toby, starring Toby Maguire, directed by Sam Raimi. Okay, which was an excellent movie. Those for that series was actually really good. The third one was a little shaky, which is too bad because I really like to see a, a really good Spider-Man Venom story. But that wasn't it. Anyway, this is not that review. The problem is, the, it was basically, it turned Spider-Man No Way Home, I'm not going to say into a cameo fest, because that wasn't quite what it is, but any time there was a character from a previous movie, the crowd had to cheer. I don't know why, but, and they and they cheered long and loud anytime somebody showed up, especially the two other Spider-Men, but... A- anytime, and if uh, the the Green Goblin said a line that had been in a previous movie or whatever, oh yeah, they cheered for that too. It was so loud, so obnoxious. It's like, come on, I just want to hear the movie, right? And this has been a, an ongoing theme recently. Apparently, this is a recent theme thing. Because uh, when, I, when I went to movies growing up, oh yeah, people, you know, we laughed together at the fun parts and Often there'd be a, you know, you'd hear the collective oohs and ahs when something cool happened. But just somebody saying a line or a character reveal, but just, no, it was like, okay, cool, we'll move on. And I can't stand this. I, I don't like that experience. Now, I say that, and it's true, but I also know that there are... Th- movie theaters that will not put up with that sort of thing. Like Alamo Draft House, I think, for example, is one of those places that they don't allow kids because they don't want that disruption. And they have some very strict rules about about how you interact with the movie. The catch is Alamo Draft House is also a restaurant and there are some other things too, but and the fact that the nearest Alamo Draft House is nowhere near close enough to me to uh, actually even consider going to one. Okay. So I don't like the movie theater experience. Now, I remember it was a few years ago, obviously, because I went and saw uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. It took my kids. We went, it was Christmas Day, and we went and saw. Star Wars in a movie theater up in Arvada, Denver area, somewhere up up there. And it was nice in reclining seats. Now, we were in the very back row because that was the only place I could get seats for all um, five of us or six of us that were going to see the movie. And that was a that was a pretty good experience. The sound was great. We could hear everything. Um, The crowd was respectful. But, man, I, I've, I don't know if my theater is just abnormal or if the, the, the theater we watched things in up in, in Denver were. But it was not – it was like night and day. And to be honest, I said if I could watch a, a movie – in a, with a nice, respectful audience, 
I'm down for that, okay? Heck, there, there were lines that I could hear in the movie theater that I can't really hear at home, unless I'm watching the movie at home with headphones. To use Rise of Skywalker as an example, uh, there's a scene when Rey is resisting Palpatine's um, lightning blast with a lightsaber. She's holding it up, blocking the lightsaber, um, and she hears past Jedi urging her on. And you hear Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker, you hear Luke, um, you hear Ahsoka, you hear Obi-Wan, I think you even hear Kanan uh, from Rebels, and a couple of other a couple of other Jedi that we've seen uh, once or twice in the uh, in the movies or cartoons. Okay. It was really cool. I can't really hear that dialogue when I'm listening at home because I don't tend to turn the TV up quite that loud. But the reality is I'm a lot more comfortable at home when I'm watching a movie. You know, it's it's a lot nicer to sit on, sit on my couch, kick back in the recliner. Um, yes, my couch has a reclining seats, which is cool. And, you know, maybe I get to sit and pet the cat and I can go grab the s- snacks whenever I want to. It's like, oh yeah, I'll pause this. I'll go go hit the bathroom and come back. Um, it's just a much more enjoyable experience for me to just watch movies at home. Now, I know this isn't for everybody and I'll tell you, Seeing the Lord of the Rings movies in the theaters was an experience, right? Watching the, the Charge of the Rohirrim in, um, I think that ended up in the third movie. Uh, it's like, where did, where did they break the movies in the story? Uh, watching the Rise of the Rohirrim as, with that cavalry charge was just amazing. You know, watching Helm's Deep in the theaters was amazing, Right? doesn't quite hit the same way watching it on my my TV even though I've got a you know 40 something inch TV and even that seems like small <laughs> right but it just doesn't quite hit the same way but the ability just to not deal with all of the garbage that I've had to deal with going to the theaters right makes it very hard for me to want to go to the theaters and then you add on top of it the cost of actually going to see the movie, right? And this is, I, I don't go to a movie unless I, I'm really sure I'm going to enjoy it, right? I don't randomly say, hey, I'm going to go see Barbie or Oppenheimer, which both dropped this, this weekend as I'm recording, I think. And I'm, I have no idea if they're good movies or not. I've heard good things about both of them. But... They're not movies that I want to go spend 10 bucks just on the ticket to go see. Now, Star Wars, I love Star Wars. I've, I've watched all of the saga movies in the theater. I didn't see Solo. I didn't see Rogue One in the theaters. But all of the saga movies, I went and saw in the theaters because I love Star Wars. But I can't justify the extra cost when I'm just going to see the movie again. I'll go buy it when it comes out and all of these, the movies that I want to see, like, yeah, Star Wars, Marvel, all that stuff, they're hitting Disney plus in 45 days anyway. 
<laughs> right? Um, you know, it's like, hey, I've wanted want to see um well, I wanted to see Ant-Man. I wanted to see Black Panther. Um kind of want to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, to be fair, I am not the biggest Guardians of the Galaxy fan. Were the movies fun? Yes. But they're not really my my favorite of the MCU movies. I have no problem waiting. Oh yeah, I could wait a couple of months to to see Guardians of the Galaxy when it hits Disney Plus. Doesn't bother me in the slightest. <laughs> you know, and I've stopped caring. I was like, oh, spoilers? Nah, just whatever. Heck, I listen to spoiler reviews. I'm not going to see the movie for for two months, but I still listen to the spoiler review. So, and partly because it's two months later and I'm not going to remember <laughs> what's going on, right? And I'm already paying for the streaming service, right? If I went and saw one movie, movie a month, that's basically what I'm paying for Disney+. Plus. So I'm tr- I don't know why I'd want to pay that cost again, right? I just can't justify movie theaters and the whole movie theater experience. Okay, so here's here's another thing to consider. As I'm recording this, there is a strike going on in Hollywood. The Writers Guild and SAG-AFTRA, the Actors Guild, are currently on strike. Now, I don't know all of the details. I'm not, I don't pay, I don't pay that much attention to them. But I do know that one of the issues that has come up in, for both unions, which I think is a perfectly valid concern, is how, they're, how they get paid for stuff that goes to streaming. So backing up just a little bit, the way these, um, the way that a lot of contracts were written were such that when your product is played on TV or in a theater, you get residuals. You get some amount of money back for that, right? So I remember listening to, it was Rob Paulson, who was a fairly prolific um, voice actor. He, he voiced Pinky in Pinky and the Brain and Yakko Warner and half the characters from my childhood, okay? He's been doing a lot of work for a long time. And he's good at it. And he, he talked about, you know, um, walking through the, the house one day and he saw his kid was watching, uh, was watching cartoons. He's like, oh, he watched for a sec just to see if he was in it, see if he was getting paid, <laughs> right? Because that's one of the ways that these actors were able to actually make a living and the writers as well, for that matter, to make a living off their career is that they could spend the time, they could they could do the, the job, right? Voice characters for a cartoon, act in a TV show, act in a movie, whatever. When it aired, you know, they'd get the residuals and they'd have a, a regular paycheck coming in from those shows while they tried to find other work, okay? Because this is the thing with, especially with actors, but also writers, it's all contract work, right? They don't have regular jobs. Like <laughs> most people, you go to work, you you do your 40 and you come home and this is just, it's just routine. That's just how it happens. Actors don't do that. They go, they work, maybe they often can work long hours, sometimes in very uncomfortable circumstances for, you know, three months, couple, you know, however long it takes to shoot a movie or to record a TV series or whatever. 
and and then they're unemployed and they they're kind of hoping that the residuals from their previous jobs provide them income while they're looking for new work the problem that they have is that streaming has totally upended this coming back to my my movie theater problem right i don't like to go to theaters i watch things on streaming well there's a very defined cost for paying the actors how how much did the movie do we we paid you your initial salary most of them get some sort of points against the movie and great the movies out of the theaters and then what well if it airs on tv they get a certain amount of money there, if it goes to streaming, they get nothing, almost nothing, right? And I, again, I'm not an industry insider. I don't, I watch movies, I watch TV. I don't pay a huge amount of t- attention to the contract details. So I, if you want that, go find some something else. But I don't think my views on this are entirely unique in that a lot of people I think are choosing to stay home watch things on streaming and not go to the theaters. And that's going to change the environment. I talked about this years ago. Streaming was just starting to become a thing. And there was a thought that, hey, we're going to stream movies that are first run movies. You could pay extra and just see it at home rather than go to the theater. And I was very excited about this possibility. And, and honestly, it is when the pandemic hit, we got to see that reality, right? And honestly, I think a lot of people really liked it. Streaming has changed the world. And as I look at how I, my, I like how it really benefits my chosen lifestyle, right? I don't want to go to theaters. Things are coming to streaming fast, right? You used to have to wait almost six months for something to come out on, on VHS or on DVD. And heck, now it's like a month and a half. And and it's on Disney Plus, or it's on uh, Max, or it's on you know Paramount Plus. I I love it, and I see no reason at this point to ever go see another movie in the theaters. Now that's just not to say that I won't. It's not like I'm boycotting the theaters, but the experience I've had recently in in seeing movies basically tells me that. Yeah, I don't need to do this anymore. And you know the the thing about movies is like yo, know, they're uh, they're expensive, and they expect the big ticket dollars to come back from a lot of people seeing the movies, right? You know, it's it's weird. Like if you get a, like a Marvel, an MCU movie, and it doesn't make a billion dollars, a lot of people think it failed. Now. Not all Marvel movies cost enough that they need to make a billion dollars to make back their money, but they get expensive. Um, I think the latest Indiana Jones movie, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, cost something like $300 million. Now, a lot of that was special effects because of de-aging Harrison Ford for the first segment of the movie, I guess. Again, haven't seen it. I will, uh, but I didn't go to the theaters for it. Even though I love Indiana Jones, <laughs> I watched a lot of indie growing up, and a lot of these movies are, they're costing more and more and more, and they need the ticket sales. But if the theater experience is bad, and the, the cost of 
theater tickets keeps going up, a lot of people are just going to decide not to go. That's the joy of capitalism. You get to choose whether or not you get to you how you want to spend your money. The incentive for a lot of people, and especially me, I, I can't really I can't speak for anybody other than me, but I can't justify that cost anymore. It's for why would I spend money for an experience I don't enjoy, even though I would I really want to see the movie? I I can't justify it. I'll, I'll spend the money on streaming and I'll just watch it at home. So, yeah, so if you know, any of you wonder why the heck do you do really late movie reviews instead of going to see the movie when it first comes out? Because I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> I don't want to be in the theater. Uh, let me know what you think about the theater experience. Is it, have they been good? Do you like the, the, the crowds? Do you like do you rather just watch things at home? Let me know. Um, you can drop in the comments on YouTube or uh, join my Discord or whatever. We can talk movies. I love talking movies. So until next time, be excellent to each other. And this is Music Free Static signing off. <laughs>